Hello there, friends, and welcome back to another episode of Football Manager Therapy. I am your host, Rich Owens, and joining me this week, a combination of people we haven't seen for a while, but one I'm happy to spend my morning with. We have the United City FM, Kev. Hi, Kev. And we have Y Callum. He's here. He's in the room. Um, Callum, it's lovely to have you back, pal. How are you? I'm good, thank you, Rich. I'm good. I'm a little bit tired, but uh, that might be the answer to the question. That question for me every single time someone asks me for the next eighteen <laughs> years. So I'm just gonna. That's the default. I think if if I say I'm fine, just assume I'm fine and tired going forward. Yes. I think that's probably the best thing. Um, but no, no, I'm 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 really good. Um, enjoying content creation when I can um and obviously here and there with the pod but it's lovely to be here uh today how are you rich yeah i'm grand mate i'm absolutely fine um and solidarity i feel that i fear i'm the default answer for any parent of a young child is probably going to be i'm fine but that means i'm fine coping with the two and a half hours sleep i've had so far this week so you know muddling through it's all become a bit of a fever dream but i think everything is okay that's the important thing. Um, speaking of fever dreams, hiya, Kev. This is the first Hello. time we've hung out since uh, since we spent really Thursday evening intro. together. Isn't it, though? Um, Isn't it, though? But it, it kind of makes sense, given what happened on Thursday night in the network save. That was an experience, wasn't it, mate? I have no idea, was it? I've blanked it from my <laughs> mind completely, if I'm on it. No, I, I, Rich, I don't know what happened. Yeah, I, I, no. what, I, I don't know what it was. I don't know how it came across. I don't know what anybody thought about it. But I had a lovely time with you two, and it was a madness. And yeah, since then, I've been scratching my head going, yep, no idea. No idea at all. <laughs> a weird no. one. And rightly so. I'm still not 100% sure what happened. Um, thanks to happened. Jeb. And yeah, thanks to Jeb and his good friends, Carlton Palmer and Roy Keane. Uh, Roy Keane and Carlton Palmer have developed accents now. So not only do, does Roy Keane pop up calling you Harry Fraud, he now does it in German. It's so weird. <laughs> AI Roy Keane, AI Carlton Palmer bullying us for three and a half, four it, hours. The only saving grace from my perspective, Rich, is that mm-hmm. all of that, took away the thought that my team were really bad. <laughs> I mean, they weren't just a bit bad. They were really bad. And nobody's really talking about it because of everything else that happened on it, you know, for the four hours yeah, it, we were together. But, yeah. This is it. The, the actual gameplay was the least of anybody's concerns. I think this is... Because the thing with the network save is we're, we're five seasons deep now. Nobody's really the only thing that anybody has won is is jeb won the very prestigious why callum's just had a baby cup um season four pre-season i think jeb is now employing psychological warfare <laughs> because let's be honest now he's always done that he, but I, he's, he's up the ante though he's up the ante because i i feel like and i don't know if you're the same as me kev every time we load up the network save mm-hmm. it feels more like have you seen the film memento 
where mm-hmm. the fella is just tattoo. He's he's got short term memory loss. He's tattooing things on himself to try and unravel a mystery that he's at the center of. That's how I feel when we load up the network game. Anyway, for the first ten minutes, I'm looking through things. I none of this looks familiar. I have what? Seriously, we loaded it up on Thursday night. I had forgotten that the week before I'd signed Barry Bastoni. Like he was just there in my defense. How has this happened? Have I renamed somebody? Is this actually Harry Maguire? No, it's Barry. There he is. I'd forgotten that had happened. I remember so little of what happened in terms of the actual save on Thursday night. I just remember like German Carlton Palmer. That's all I can remember. And then it's going to be the the same forever. To the point where I'm sitting here, we're on a Sunday morning, so we'll hopefully mm-hmm. get a network game in at some point next this coming week. If you mm-hmm. were to put a gun to my head and say, which formation were you playing at the end of the stream on Thursday? I genuinely have no idea because I've changed it two or three times because the first thing just did not work. And I could tell you what I tried to go in with, but I have no idea what I came out with at the end of it, seriously. It was a weird one, but yeah, we'll get back to it and go, oh, it was that. Okay. I I, th- I think that's the key to gaming with friends, though. I, I must admit, I think the game should always be secondary when you're gaming with friends. And it's oh, just it really is. Ha- having a laugh. <laughs> and in this case, it seems like the game was about fourth on the list yeah. of things that were that were happening. But like that is exactly what. Because why, why mm-hmm. you know, why would you play with your friends if you're not going to just mess around and have a good time? If I was in that network save, I 100% would have been relegated. Like, that, <laughs> there's no question of it. I'd have been buying stupid players. I would I would have gone down. So, you know, that's, that saved us all a lot of lot What, of like Harvey Barnes for Man United? Yeah. Yeah, pretty similar. Pretty similar. I just <laughs> don't know how to... Honestly, I don't... Kev is the world's kindest human being, but for some reason, Kev just doesn't like Harvey Barnes. I can't understand it. I, I don't like the concept it. of Harvey Barnes at Man United. It just does not work in my head. <laughs> just doesn't like the concept of Harvey Barnes. Like Ar- Harvey Barnes is there. like abstract art. He's like, no, not for me. Absolutely not for me. Not for me. He could play on both sides and he's fairly confident with both feet. Witchcraft. Get the ducking stool. It's oh, disgusting. Harvey, behavior. if you're like... listening, I'm sorry, mate. Love you to bits. Do you want to come on a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Kev will just be rude. You'll turn up in a Man United shirt and Kev will just cry. Be awful. Or at the same time, the best thing we've ever done. No middle ground. No surrender. Anyway. Oh. Hi, lads. Hi. We've got, a, we've, we, we've, we've got some stuff to talk about today, I think. Because there's, there's things have been happening. There have been many, many developments since we kind of last got together to record a podcast. Um, one of the things we wanted to talk about, actually, we found out about kind of live as we were record, as we were streaming the network game on Thursday night. Um, we touched upon this, I think, a little bit last week towards the end of the record because we mentioned, obviously, the the unfortunate demise of the FM Super League, which uh, Kev and I had both been invited to take part in. Um, which we were both very much looking forward to doing with uh, with Gav and with Murph. Unfortunately, the Super League hasn't been able to continue just due to real life, real life happening. It's sometimes it is one of those horrible, horrible things that uh, people don't have control over and people's time is uh, a precious commodity. So these things happen occasionally. But unfortunately, we found out as we were live on Thursday evening that the, uh, the FM wish list um z's wonderful creation which i know kev you've previously taken part in as well um will unfortunately no longer be continuing which is a real real shame um i mean kev you you took part in wishlist and you've got first-hand experience of being part of that competition Mm -hmm. i mean how did you find the overall experience when obviously it was a thing that existed and you got to play in it 
there's, there's kind of two sides to the coin, really, because leading mm. into going into Wishlist for the first time, it, it is a different style of comp, uh, drafting competition. The way that the draft is done is very different. You don't go into draft mode. You have uh, a sheet where you fill in 40 players uh, that you are looking to get. And if you have any unique players on your list compared to the other competitors, then you can potentially put them into your squad for X amount of money. And then the rest of them that aren't unique to you go into a pool of auctioned players. And when they come up, you have the opportunity to bid as much as you want out of the remaining budget. You've got to try and get them over other people. So it's a very different style of auction. So what I would say is that I thought the actual uh, way that it was um, organized and the processes that we went through were very clear. They were guided very well. It ran really smoothly. I had a great time doing it. The actual competition itself, I'd have loved another go at it because mm. after that first time round, you then go, ah, now I know what I didn't quite do right and I know how it works and I know what processes I think I could improve on. So I'd love another go at it just to see whether I could uh, approach it slightly differently and come out with potentially a slightly better squad or whatever it might be to then go and impact the competition a little bit more. But the actual experience of doing it was really great, really well thought out, mm. really good organized competition. I would just just loved another go at it because I think it's mm. just a bit different and you have to get your head around mm -hmm. it. But fantastic. It, it was it was one that really appealed to me as well, if I'm honest. I mean, it's mm. it's it's no no secret that I've I've got a lot less time at the moment. And and they did they did talk to me a couple of times about it, whether I'd be interested. And I had to say no just because of circumstance more than anything. And I mean, that's not that wasn't directed at wish list. I haven't been in anything, you know, like it's it's it, but <clears throat> as a concept, like you say, it was something different. And even just to be a, a, a viewer of it. It was really interesting how it worked and how it was different from all the rest of the competitions. And I, I think it's a real shame that it's ended. I completely understand the reasoning behind it. Mm -hmm. um, I, I've seen firsthand from people like Jeb, for example, of how difficult it is to organize a draft competition. It looks as if mm -hmm. people just all turn up on the night. You know, they play, they play the draft and off they go. There is so much organizing, so much production. There's just so much that goes on with creating a draft. And so it, it, it seems to be, as well as Super League, obviously I wasn't here to talk about Super League last year. That hurt as well. Like I, I was mm. involved in Super League. I really liked the Super League. I was involved on the panel and I was involved in competing. And I thought... Um, it was a well-run competition and that that was it was sad to see that one go as well and i think it's it's becoming an unfortunate theme um you know that, that we are seeing these these draft competitions these opportunities for the fm community to come together get to know new people um get to play the game against other people ultimately um and they are starting to fall by the wayside. You know, the, the bigger, the bigger tournaments, if you like, the likes of the streamer showdown hasn't been here for a, a long time now. Um, you know, the playoffs hasn't started this, this time, whether it will or not, you know, I, I genuinely don't know. So I'm not going to go mm -hmm. and say, Oh yeah, I have the inside knowledge, you know, and, and it just, it seems, seems to me like it's, it's a shame. It's a shame. Like, mm. and, 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 I, and I speak as someone who is not the biggest fan of drafting. I, I'm not a, a very good drafter. I, I, I enjoy being on a panel. I enjoy telling people that they're not very good at it. But ultimately, <laughs> I'm not very good at it either. I, 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 and competitively, I was quite poor. 
it doesn't take away from the fact that it's a shame for the wider picture. And um, and there's a lot of people who I have got to know through a draft. And, and that looks like, you know, don't get me wrong, there are still draft competitions out there, but it looks like it is slowly but surely coming to an end, even if it is just for this game cycle. FMTM is another one, which 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 disappeared in FM23, you know, and, and was a good competition that I enjoyed. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't see this as a positive, uh, I'll be honest. Mm. No, it's difficult, isn't it? Um, I think it's, for a lot of people that play Football Manager, it's generally speaking if you stream fm or if you make football manager content chances are the majority of the content that you make is going to be made you know you're on your own um it's it, generally speaking it's a very immersive single player game and and there aren't necessarily a huge amount of opportunities for you to collaborate with people on it if you are fortunate enough to have a good group of pals that you can you know play a network game with that's wonderful um but again it's it's time and it's commitment and it's scheduling that's not always the easiest thing to do so a lot of the draft competitions were opportunities for people to interact with other members of the community properly for the first time i mean callum the first time i spoke to you properly was um in a in a voice call uh, in a draft competition yeah, and yeah. it was great yeah. i i vividly remember spending the next five minutes i don't remember the result i don't remember anything that happened in the game i just sat there going, what a really nice guy what a lovely young man <laughs> What, what, what a pleasant boy. Oh, I do Actually. like him. This this why <laughs> Callum. I I I've got high hopes for him. Um, but that, that's that's how people meet and that's how you develop those relationships. And if you don't, if those relation opportunities to develop those relationships are fewer and far between, then it is a shame. It's gonna, it's it's it can't help the wider community because again, the beauty of the football manager community is that people have that instant mutual interest. Because a lot of the time, that's one of the scariest thing about meeting new people. Is like, oh god, what are we going to talk about? We're going to have to be set there. Like, do you like films? Nah, not do I really like films. Do you like music? <sighs> music, music's rubbish. Do you like games that pretend they're sports games, but actually just spreadsheet and HR management simulators? I love that. Oh my goodness, I love those. That's those it. are so much fun. And you're like, yes, you don't have to worry about those awkward interactions leading up to that. So I can't tell you what's great. Registers. Oh my god, registers. And then that. Having that 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 mutual interest with somebody just just makes those initial conversations so so much easier. Registers are overrated. They yeah, are, they're rubbish. I agree. Well, I let's agree. all just rubbish. let's let's all just calm down. Let's yeah. all just calm down. You'll you'll be telling me you don't like white target me, forwards. Come next. at me, viewership, listenership. <laughs> Tell me why registers are good. I've never used them. I don't think they're that good. Come I on, don't prove me wrong. <laughs> If I told you that every single tactic that I had been successful with in Football Manager in the last like three or four versions had a register in, I would be lying. Um, <laughs> just picked one, didn't it's, I? Just picked it's, one. It's funny you say that, Rich, as well, because I mean, I, we've we're talking about like the the, the FM community, and I, I've mm. I've been I've been lucky enough to go to a couple of events where we've actually mm. met up with people. You know, I, I went to um, the the FMT live, the first one in Nottingham, mm -hmm. and I, I met a lot of people for the first time there, and obviously the Slough uh, meetup that we had in the summer as well. And you are a hundred percent right. Like I, I went to especially the first one. I went to the first one genuinely anxious because i was like as much as i'm a grown man i'm a grown man going to meet a large group of people who i have never ever met and, and that was that you know that is quite a daunting task really and um i was just immediately at ease just immediately because you've all got 
the common interests. And you joke about mm -hmm. the Regista conversation. In Slough, I 100% had a conversation about playmakers and which one's the best, <laughs> you know, <laughs> while we're having a curry. And, uh, you know, and it, you know things things like that. Like, it's... it's, it's it's that, that, as soon as you have a common interest, that then builds, doesn't it? And then you go, oh, well, I like this and I like this as well. And, you know, I'm, I'm finding through being within the, the football manager community, I found other games that I enjoy that other people enjoy. And suddenly you start talking about those as well. And it and it all branches out because we're, we're similar sort of thoughts, you know, and, and we're, we're, we're in the same mind space, aren't we? So, yeah, it's... And, and like I say, coming back to it, I think that that is why this does need to be talked about because where do we go from here where do we go because that is the concern because it's some it's something that i think has been building and building and building to be really quite a nice thing the fm community and the worry is that that could disperse you know it sometimes think friendships are made out of convenience of oh you're constantly in in draft competitions and that sort of thing you know and do those those friendships and, and relationships start breaking down because of it, which is which is a worry. Mm. It'd be a real shame. It would be a real shame if that was to be the case. I think that, you know, again, we're a, in terms of the wider scale of of you know online communities and like gaming communities, you know, we're still a comparatively we're small, you know, we are we are not many, but my goodness, we are enthusiastic. And you know, it's 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 nice to be able to have that that pool of 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 familiar faces and you know whether it's like familiar names in, in chats when you're streaming or it's just you know people that you've gotten friendly with through things like draft competitions that you you sp now speak to on a regular basis like real genuine real life friendships are formed out of this game and it would be a real real shame if if the opportunities to kind of you know, maintain you know form and maintain those friendships kind of you know started to fall a little bit more by the wayside you know it'd be it'd be a really really horrible thing i mean in terms of of what happens next in terms of solutions i mean it's it's a difficult one I hope that, you know, as you say, a lot of the bigger draft competitions are starting to kind of, you know, go a bit quiet or in some cases they're just, just not happening anymore. The community draft scene is still going comparatively strong. They are still out there. Um, I'm the biggest hypocrite in the world because I'm mentioning community drafts and we, my goodness, we used to host our own. FMT versus the community was a thing that we did fairly regularly and we have been super lazy. We keep talking about it and then just time gets away from us. And we just haven't had the capacity to host one. We will. After we've recorded this podcast, we are going to put a date in a diary. And then next week, so li li listen next, to me now. Next week, we'll listen tell Jeb now. it is. Next week, <laughs> Jeb can announce. Yeah, next week, Jeb can announce when it is because I won't be here on next week's podcast. Um, but we, we will. The, the date will be announced and we will host a community draft and just come and play football manager with us for the evening because it's so much fun. Um, the rules, you know, people say there are different remits and rules for drafting competitions. Ours, there aren't. You know, you don't have to have a certain setup. You don't have to have certain capabilities. All we want is for you to ideally want to hang out in a voice call and chat to us all night because that's the best bit. That's 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 my favourite thing. I find it very hard to remember who has won previous FMT versus the communities. I you think did. I've won one. I think <laughs> I've won one. Couldn't tell you anything that happened. Couldn't tell you anything about it. All I remember is having a really, really nice time hanging out with my friends in a voice call and getting to know people that I didn't know as well before. That's the best bit for me. That's what I really, really enjoy about those. So if you sat there thinking, you know what, I was going to, I had an application in for wishlist, or I really wanted to take part in, say, on the Super League, but I can't do that anymore. Go and hang out in people's streams. There are loads of people that host community drafts on a regular basis. Um, I think the COSA Cup 
is absolutely still a thing. So yeah. because of Bob, uh, Wednesday evenings, isn't it? I think. When, yeah. yeah Wednesday, yes, Wednesdays on on uh, on Bob's stream. Um, golden voiced, beautifully bearded, just effortlessly handsome and lovely man. Bob, come and hang out. Go and hang out with Bob the evening. D uh, D Boy plays friend of a uh, friend of the podcast, um, musical genius who absolutely uh, took Kev's challenges on board and just learned some classical music <laughs> on the guitar, just to rub it in his face. He did really easily as well. Um, <laughs> yeah, he, uh, yeah, he, he's, I think, um, last Sunday of the month. I think that's uh, D boys hosting community drafts now. So they are out there. Sign up, get your name out there. Because it's very, very unlikely that people are going to be like, oh, actually, no, sorry, we don't want you in our draft. People are going to say yes. People are absolutely going to say yes. I think there's an aspect of this that we haven't spoken about, and I think it's mm. an important aspect to speak about, the wider drafting community and, and how, you know, where it currently looks. And that is mm -hmm. why it existed in the first place. And I mm. think that, unfortunately, we have to mention the P word. No, not poopy head. I wouldn't say that mm. on, a on a live broadcast you know, Rich, so calm yourself down. Okay. Uh, but the pandemic, the <clears> pandemic <throat> was the thing, wasn't it? Now, if you talk to the likes of Lelujo, Dr. Benji, Workspace, uh, you know, those kinds of guys that have been around doing this for a decade, they will say pre-pandemic, we all had our little island. Occasionally our paths would cross, but not really. And we would do our thing in our way and just get on with it. And that's what our content creation community was like. And then the pandemic happened and lots of people realized, well, everybody's in the same boat here. We are not living different lifestyles anymore. This is just what we have and everybody's in a similar place. What can we do with that? And the likes of Dr. Benji then put the showdown together and it became this big thing. Let's not kid ourselves. The showdown was massive. It was. It was yeah. getting thousands of views for their, you know, their finals evenings and all that kind of stuff. They were getting sponsorships in from KFC and all mm. sorts of it was massive. And if that's gone by the wayside, we have to ask the question: what's changed? And what's changed is that nobody's living the lifestyle that we were all living mm. four years ago. That has been the big change. The reasons to draw people together are different because now people have got all of those different draws on their time i'm going out i'm doing stuff with my mates outside i'm working outside of the house uh, i'm you know coming and going and life has changed for so many people just because we you know we're all four years older than we were four years ago obviously and, and things change and move callum is a case in point he now has a baby he didn't have that during the pandemic there's lots of things murph and gav decided they couldn't cope with doing the super league because they were having to take time off of their work to host the super league and that wasn't happening four years ago when these things started up. So there's a big element of what's changed in that is the fact that life has changed from when it started. And we might be heading back towards a, a, a situation where we become our islands again a little bit more because that's what I, as a content creation slash community maker, as I like to call myself, community mm -hmm. maker rather, uh, that's what I can control, you know, in, mm. in the sense of I can put my energies into the little corner that I have and make it the best thing that I can. And the community that I draw there, to my mind, is a, a 
good version of a community because people care about each other. They catch up in e with each other in the chat. We're supportive of each other when somebody comes with an issue, all those kinds of things. The FM community is a wider thing. Has always struggled a little bit with it. I've always been on the side of this is a community. It's a good community. If you don't think it is, you either haven't found your place in it or you're deliberately trying not to find something in it that is community. It might just not be your version of community. But there is a community based around the game that we all play. I have a I have a potential, I have a potential way in which we can move forward and make it something slightly different based around something else. I don't think this is a done deal that this in, you know, a year from now, everybody's going to be completely isolated and away from each other. But it is going to be different because we don't have the pandemic anymore, which is what set this going in the first place. Mm -hmm. Kev, is your idea to start another pandemic? Because if it is, I'm going to veto that one straight away. Well, Sorry, mate. It's, you know what? We, we bring ideas to the table, and it's right. good that we get the opportunity to workshop these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to say, ideally, no. I just but, don't yeah. know whether you've got vision, Rich. You know, you're just not seeing the vision. <laughs> if there's one, yeah, I've, 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 it's very rare that I've been accused of not being a dreamer. But however, this is... <laughs> <laughs> and it's you know what you've raised a lot of interesting points there kev um apart from starting a new one mm -hmm. which you know i've read between the lines subtext yeah. it's important <laughs> um yeah i think it's it's i, I think for, for me and again it's ever everybody is different and there are some people that you know some people that maybe don't look to the utilize the wider fm community in the same way that other people do like for example there are some people who you know, they, they they look at Football Manager and they'll go, oh, you know what, this is just something I enjoy doing. It's a game I enjoy playing. Um, I play it on Twitch or I put videos on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And that's my lot with it. You know, I don't want to dive any deeper. That That's my my level of involvement. I am my own island. I And, you know, it's it's that's that that's cool for them. I was so giddy when I found out or, you know, got to become a part of this because in my day-to-day -day life, I've said this, I've said this so many times before, I don't come into contact with people in, in my day-to-day -day that play football manager. It's so, so, so rare that I spend any amount of time with people that play this game on a regular basis. I've, in real life, I have met one, I would say, outside of the wider FM community that had any interest in the game. And he's a comedian. His name is Chris I've got so much time for him. He's a wonderful comic, wonderful guy. And he does occasional bits about football manager on stage. And he always ends his joke with saying, by the way, if you play football manager, don't talk to me about it. There's nothing I would rather do less than listen to people talking about their football manager saves. I'm like, oh, good, <laughs> good. Because the, the first time I heard him do it, I was, I was watching him at a gig and he was doing this bit about football manager. I was like, oh, I didn't know he played football manager. This is amazing. I think I've just made a new friend. He's like, by the way, if you play play it don't start talking to me about your saves i just don't care i was like oh okay and my heart was full and then was empty instantly afterwards that is the closest i've come that is the closest i've come so finding this this collective of people that have the same level of interest i don't think does just does it justice sometimes almost the same borderline obsession i have with spreadsheets and hr and yeah. you know occasional football is a wonderful wonderful thing there may be people out there that don't need that. They're like, you know what? I'm happy playing it and that's fine. And that's cool. But, you know, it's it that doesn't detract from the fact that there is still that wider community out there. And 
take take the dive in. Start talking to somebody you've never spoken to before, and I guarantee you will find common ground with them, and you'll probably make a friend. It's a really, it's, really cool thing to do. It's the reason that I visit kind of what do I want to say? Some of it is the reason why I join uh, some of the streams that I do randomly mm -hmm. around the community in the sense that I like the people that are doing them. You know, I'm connected mm -hmm. to the ones I choose to be part of, all that kind of stuff. But there is just something nice about being able to randomly decide on a, you know, Tuesday evening or whatever. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to pop into somebody's stream for half an hour. I'm going to talk mm -hmm. football manager and it will be about their formation. It will be about their save. It will be what their intentions are, what the aims are, what they're doing with it. And that's what I use my uh, opportunities to pop into streams for. Just talk football manager, be part of something that's a, uh, a unique thing that everybody else that I actually physically meet up with goes, what? You do what? Why? Okay, good. You do you. But there's somebody that gets it. And so you can talk, yeah. you know, registers or whether they should. Not registers, Kev. Not registers. That's why these days, truth be told, I started on YouTube. I'm now a Twitch streamer. But I don't really watch that much content on YouTube anymore. All of my football manager based stuff for me goes to Twitch because I can mm -hmm. drop in and have a chat with somebody about it for half an hour and then just let them carry on with their saves, sit in the background for a while if I want to, or just drop off because there's 30 other people all having the same conversations with them and it's fine. But I, I think that's a really, uh, really interesting um, thing to be able to do within a community that gets you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And we were kind of having, we were having a fairly similar conversation to this kind of in our little preamble before we hit record is, you know, Twitch seems to now be the place that, you know, in terms of the F wider effing community and how content based around football manager is created, like Twitch is where I'm always led to because I like that interaction with people. And it's, it's not just with the person that's streaming, it's with their chat as well. And we, you can turn up, you can talk about different aspects of, of the game. You can have those conversations in real time with somebody. And, you know, that for me is is a really, really exciting part of it. You know, there's, you know, if you look at, I would say kind of, you know, uh, you've mentioned the pandemic and that was kind of the, the lead for a lot of people to jump into content creation, especially streaming. Streaming was a big part of it because we were kind of having this chat about the different, you know, platforms that the content creation happens on, you know, it's like YouTube. I would say, I think FM YouTube is in a very, very different place than it was, you know, pre-pandemic for sure and kind of we've been having that conversation as well you know it's my point of view in terms of the content that people are making for things like youtube is that you know your, your kind of your classic let's play series are kind of you know starting to become fewer and far between and it's now content now is, is you know tactic videos experiments those seem to be kind of the way that youtube kind of goes and that isn't necessarily the content the fm content that interests me as much that isn't a slight by the way on anybody who creates those videos like live your best lives and if that's what if you find interesting go nuts oh it is it's a massive slight i'm fighting fmt hates fmt versus everybody yeah yeah exactly yeah create a create a tactic that's going to stop you from catching these hands everybody it's not gonna it's it's no please no please no we're not those people um but, you know, like the Let's Play content is, as I say, it seems to have moved more exclusively over to Twitch now with the exception of Callum's wonderful Bill Slough save on YouTube. Watch that. It's dead, dead good. It's Callum, but on YouTube, it's really, really nice. So it's it's one of those things. And with those videos, kind of you know, the collaborative efforts move more towards 
Twitch, the Twitch side of things. And, you know, and that was mainly through things like um, the draft competitions or occasionally network stage, but the draft competition tip draft competitions were the ones that kind of led those collaborative efforts on the different platforms. Whereas say YouTube now it's very much more like it's the individual stuff again, but it's the tactic creation. It's the experiment videos, which, which, you know, people enjoy. Um, I, I think that's partly rich with, um, I, I see a big divide in um, hmm. Twitch and YouTube to like people who are actually doing it as a job or or want to, hmm. want to pursue a, a career within content creation. Cause a lot of, a lot of YouTube, you know, you see, don't get me wrong. I know we've got, we, you have a variety on both platforms, but on mm-hmm. Twitch, there seems to be, you've obviously got your big boys on Twitch, but, but I've, I've watched plenty of videos with regards to like, um, with regards to from people like Lelujo and Benji and stuff talking mm-hmm. about their earnings as as a as a content creator their earnings and they always talk about the fact that YouTube is where they earn their money so that mm-hmm. on Twitch they love streaming and they will do Twitch but I mean I think Lelujo literally breaks down each year exactly how much he earns which it is does. really really interesting and and very refreshing for someone to be so transparent about what they earn as well um because everyone wants to know don't they everyone's nosy um but He's, he's and, and I know the Twitch portion is going up, but that's just because he is growing. So, so it's not it's not a case of he's earning more through it. So I think Twitch is more of a home for people having a hobby who enjoy it. Whereas YouTube, if you're if you're putting out regular YouTube, it's very demoralizing. I know from first-hand experience, it's very demoralizing to spend three hours editing a video to put it out and it gets six views. It's re- that is demoralizing, you know. And whereas on Twitch, you know that even the worst stream going, you're probably gonna have at least one or two people come in and say hello for a little mm-hmm. bit, you know, and and I think it's it accommodates starting more. It's, it's, it's a bit like skiing and snowboarding. And I can never remember which order it's in, but I think they say that snowboarding is harder to learn, but it's easier to master. Whereas skiing is easier to learn, but hard, uh, harder to... Have mm-hmm. I, have I said... I, I don't... Yeah, I, I don't know what I was saying, mm-hmm. but I think I think it came out right. Um, but like, it, and I think it's similar because YouTube, mm-hmm. you know, ultimately, if you're looking to earn money, YouTube, you've got, isn't it a thousand subscribers before mm-hmm. you even touch the touch yep. it? Whereas mm-hmm. in Twitch, you get 50 followers and hit a few other small goals and suddenly you can earn two pounds off a sub every time mm-hmm. someone subs to you. And, and I think that there's, there's a, it's, it's a higher barrier to entry, I suppose, is what I'm saying mm-hmm. with YouTube. And I think that's part of it. And ultimately, if you want to be successful, you have to play to what the meta is at the moment and the meta mm-hmm. at the moment is experiments and tactics videos and i know for a fact that if i this afternoon went you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna make a tactic for non-league and i'm gonna go right this is the tactic and it's gonna work and here's eight different sides that have used it and they've won the league because of it that would be my most viewed video straight away mm-hmm. it, like e- easily but I don't want, that's not, as, as Rich says, it's not personally how I like to play the game. But I know for a fact that if I wanted to pursue this, if I wanted to suddenly shoot my subscribers up, that would be the way to There's go. There's loads to unpack here for on the mm. YouTube side of things. Mm. Now, I, I was a YouTuber. I'm now not. I enjoyed my time on YouTube. I don't miss it particularly. I don't have a particular thought of going back to it. But there's loads to unpack here. So the first thing to say is that what people are now discovering is what you need more than anything is evergreen content. You know, the fact that you've got a series of 80-odd episodes with Basel or whatever is fine in FM21, but now, as of today, 
nobody's going to be looking for it because it was in FM 21 and you've had a couple of iterations since then and we've all moved on to the new things and they're not going to be really looking for it. What they're looking for these days is the video you made in FM 21 that still has relevance. It's about formational styles. It's about learning game mechanics. It's about, you know, whatever that might be. So there's a whole load of stuff that's come through in the last, like, let's say, four years, five years of evergreen content that is uh, more broad than here is my story of my save. And the positive of that is that you look at the landscape and it's actually quite interesting in terms of, you know, you go through Zealand's catalog of videos that he's made. It's really interesting stuff about how you play this game, what you're looking to get from this game and, uh, you know, the mechanics of it, the minutiae detail of it, but also just some fun and games along the way as well and other bits of collab stuff. You go to someone like uh, FM Llama who does uh, focusing on leagues and different league systems and structures and teams and cultures of football and other bits and pieces that you can go and refer back to and understand where you might want a save of your own to go into. You go to someone like Omega Luke, who's now with his dad in tow. What a combination that is all power to them, are doing bigger chunks of FM in one particular video or whatever that might be. But it's got its own audience and people are finding niches within niches of niches and, you know, filling out a much broader spectrum of what football manager can look like on the platform. I really like that. The thing that is going by the wayside is that what everybody sees Nope, start that again. What most people see, I think, going mm -hmm. into being a YouTuber is what the historical content has been, which is Let's Plays, and so you kind of have to do it. So lots of these new guys come in trying to do that, and they've been left behind by the fact that everybody else has moved on from it, and they're not following the current meta. There's some positives in that. There's some negatives in that in terms of what that looks like. In terms of what that looks like for the FM community and how we're, you know, are, are we now a bit more spread out again than we have been, et cetera? Probably. But I actually think the quality of YouTube has gone up in terms of mm. FM. It's just, it makes it a harder entry point for people to give it a go. When I gave it a go, I showed up with a microphone and no camera and chatted away for 10 minutes on a video and then posted it to YouTube. And that was the intent, uh, extent of what I did. You can't do it anymore. Not like that. No, I don't think you know. It's it's interesting, you know. Lelujo had the exact same conversation with with uh, with yourselves mm -hmm. when he was when he was on Pod. You know, it's YouTube itself is a different beast these days. You know, you need yeah. the production values, you need the thumbnail design, you need. There's so much more than goes into it. You can't say, like, "Here's my story. Here's ten minutes of it." Maybe mm -hmm. somebody will have a little watch of it. But you are right. The the production values and the quality have flown up. Um, which I think just, and I don't think, and, and this is the, this is the interesting thing about that. I don't think that the, the content itself was bad to begin with. It's just the production values around it make it look so much sharper and prettier and nicer that, you know, it, it does really well. Like, you know, I think it's, you, you've touched on some of the, I don't like to say weird and wonderful. Because I don't think that does it justice, but kind of moving away from, as you said, the meta of of successful football management video, you know, YouTube videos these days. I like the the different stuff. I like the more unique stuff. I'm always going to be more drawn to that stuff. Like as you mentioned, Llama, you know, 
hey, I'm thinking about going and managing a Scandinavian country. Is there anybody that can tell me, you know, give me a rundown of loads and loads of fun saves? Yes, there is. It's Llama. And it's going to be engaging. It's going to be interesting because that's what Llama does. But the production values behind it are also going to be exceptional. And that's a really, really cool thing. Um, like Clates is director of football saves. So well put together. So well done. And it's probably the closest to, in my mind, a successful old school YouTube style Let's Play. Because it's, you know, it's still telling the story of a football club and their seasons and their results and what they're trying to accomplish. But it's being approached from a very, very different viewpoint to, you know, your kind of, you know, standard Let's Play Football Manager videos. I think those are wonderful. There is what, you know, on the subject of the great, almost alternative content out there. And this is one that we definitely wanted to talk about today. Second yellow card has dropped an absolute bombshell of a video this week. Um, it's so, so good. I think one of us that's here was might have been a little bit involved in it almost. Um, it wasn't me. Kev, was it you? Oh, no, you I'm, I'm, far too, I'm far too expensive for second yellow card. <laughs> Surely everybody knows that. No, no. Callum was, either Callum was in it or somebody that sounded a lot like Callum was in it. Um, it was Jebaru. It was Jebaru. It was Jebaru. Jeb was in yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, it how? how it was AI. It was a way. Up, yeah. There's there's a, there's there's an AI Callum joke in that. Don't I think Kev's just ideas. made it really well. Actually, he's already, he's already got the idea. Oh, he's already got that idea. He's already got it. You know, in like the sci-fi's where they walk into the room and there's just all like the, the vats and there's just like people suspended in water. There's a dozen of you in there, pal. They're all saying different things. One of the vats just as verbs. One does consonants. It's quite incredible. <laughs> quite incredible told you network yeah. saves are a fever dream yeah. they you. really are they really really are um yeah. second yellow Callum, card. second yellow cards <laughs> premier league years mate but that was so good so so good i mean uh, t t tell them yeah I, I was I was over the moon to be asked to be in it. Um, so so for people who don't know, if you do watch it, you might hear my voice. I'm, I'm commentating over a few of the games. So for authenticity, Matt wanted to have a few different voices in there. Um, and if you have watched the video, he's not just got different commentators. He's also got like a, a fake sort of talk sport-esque show that he does on there as well, where people call in from different clubs and stuff. It is. I mean, if you read the comments, loads of them are saying this is the best piece of FM content ever made. It might be. Like, it, it genuinely <laughs> is that good. And I am biased, I'm in it. But it is, it is genuinely that good. Because for, for if you haven't seen it, if you've seen the, um, the show Premier League Years, which is basically they show a year of Premier League football and the highlights within that. So the good, the bad, the ugly, um, alongside different things that have happened throughout that year that aren't related to football. So it might be like news from Wimbledon or a scientist has made this discovery or stuff like that. And, and they have those interspersed within it. He's literally made exactly that. Like exactly that, but through the football manager engine, through, may I add, a season that was fantastic as well like he got very very fortunate that the actual season itself was like the drama and it was brilliant but i won't say more about that but you know to, to be involved within it was quite surreal because i had to actually be a football commentator so so we we all do fm content and don't get me wrong i do tend to commentate my games when i when i was it when i watched them however i was suddenly really aware of it and I was like, I've got, at first, it's, it's unusual because he, basically, he sent over, um, I can't remember how many clips, let's say 12. He sent over 12 games that I had to commentate over. 
and I've gotten it was in 2050. I, you know, I don't know any of the players. They're all they're all new players, and some of the pronunciations were a little bit. Ooh. Some of Tony's pronunciations have been called out in the comments as well. If you want to have a look at that, they're fantastic. Um, but um, you know, so there was some. Uh, there was one guy for Leicester called Bial Ostotsky. Bial Ostotsky, and I mean, honestly, for about three days, I was just going around Bial Ostotsky. Don't get it wrong. Matt's told me that's how I pronounce it. So I need to get this right, you know. And um there was there was, if you notice in the video, there is one guy who's got um quite a long Polish name, and I call him Jakub instead, because that's his first name. So that's just a little <laughs> Easter egg for you if you want to if you want to spot that. I think one of the other commentators does actually say his name, but I, I didn't risk it. Um, but just getting that opportunity to to just be a football commentator, which to be honest with you, was my dream job. Like I, I, I commentated for Chester Football Club um, when I was in university, and I loved it. I loved it so much, and um, it's an incredible. As you'll see from football in general, it's quite a closed, closed off job, really. Unless you're a, a ex pro, the actual commentators themselves do most of the games. You know, like you, do, you, you know, most of the cons because they, they just do them all. You know, there's probably about ten. English-speaking commentators um, who aren't ex-professional footballers, and so it's 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 a borderline impossible industry to get into if you want to actually do it as a career. And so it just gave me this really weird opportunity to be a football commentator, and it was amazing. And and the and the video is well worth watching. At first, I didn't know how long it was, and when I turned it on, it was like over an hour. I was like, whoa, hey, that's that's a, that's a lot. That's a lot of content for me. So this is basically a film. And I thought, well, I'll watch the first 20 minutes and then, you know, I'll watch the rest tomorrow. And I didn't. I just put it on and accidentally watched it all. And, um, yeah, it's it's really, really good. It's really well done by Matt. Congratulations to you, Matt, if you are listening, because what, what a feat. Mm -hmm. oh, he, he's always been a superstar in everything that he does. And he's so supportive of everybody else. Mm. A great member of our FM community. But that piece of content, I think, will be his evergreen for a long time. People Agreed. will refer back to that for a long time. Mm -hmm. A little bit like what Loki Doki did a couple of years ago when he did his pick his own adventure save on YouTube. Mm. And you could go in different directions. It was unique and different and interesting. And, you know, that captured the imagination for a little while as well. It's finding that niche, that little thing that nobody else is quite doing it in the same way and doing and Matt's done it brilliantly well for this, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Oh, he absolutely has. It's, it, in my opinion, it's set a new standard. It's set a new benchmark for what you can do with Football Manager. And I kind of, I suppose it, it almost takes us full circle as well, because, you know, we, we talked about how the differences between, you know, YouTube and Twitch and, you know, generally speaking, YouTube is more of a solo effort. Twitch is, you know, if you're going to be collaborating with other FM players, you're going to be doing so mostly in things like draft competitions and occasionally network saves if you have the if you have the capacity to do so or just collabing Matt, with your chat really or just with exactly yeah or just with your the, chat yeah moment. absolutely absolutely but what matt's done is he's created an incredible piece of standalone content but he wouldn't have been able to do that without the efforts of you know a dozen or more members of the wider fm community and it just goes to show that he's obviously had the, the creativity behind just planning that idea. And he's done so. so because as I said, he could have just done, oh, here's a highlight. Oh, Liverpool lost 3-0 to Fulham. But then the next week they won 2-0 against Norwich. Oh, here's some highlights. He, the fact is he's, he's, he's done the full talk sport chat shows. He's done 
everything. He's looked at a, a Premier League years episode and gone, right, okay, this is why it works. This is it's immersive. Here's what like here's what happened at Wimbledon. Here's what happened at the Masters. Like all of these things. Like I, we don't you didn't have to go to that level of detail, he, but he did. He created as well the narrative around pretty much every club, which is what mm. they do in Premier League years. Yeah. And it wasn't like this team are going to win the Premier League. These three are going to get relegated. Let's mm -hmm. follow them for the year. It was everyone. And it was so mm -hmm. well done in that sense that like manager changes or transfers. And you start, you, you'd like start hearing a bit of a story of one club and they do a little bit and then you wouldn't hear about them for a while. And they go, actually, their form now has dipped and they've dropped back into it. So you probably could despite the fact it was in 2050 and it's, you know, the Premier League looks quite a lot different to, to what it does now and stuff. Um, Everton weren't in there, couldn't believe that. Um, but, you know, it's, it was, um, you know, and all, all these all these different little pockets of narrative throughout it, it made me look at the game slightly differently because when you're managing a team, you might pick up one or two little bits from other clubs, but in the main, you're focused on your team, aren't you? And and he was focused on all 20 uh, because he obviously wasn't managing any of them. It was a simulated season, um, but he was really, really taken into Like Even when a new manager came in, he'd be like, well, this manager has actually never managed in the Premier League. They managed in the, in the championship with this club and they did that with this club and they'd taken a big chance on them to bring it. And it was just, it was just so, it was just so well done. Really, really well done. It's like, like I say, it's, I think hopefully people, the takeaway people will have from that video is firstly, so what a wonderfully well put together like piece of content because it clearly is the hopefully the other takeaway that content creators will have from watching that is like right what else is possible what else can we do to utilize this game what else can we what else can we bring to life using the football manager using football manager as a medium because there are so many things that people could potentially do you know it's it's a step away because like i said i'm always going to be drawn towards the 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 potentially the non meta football manager videos or especially when it comes to like youtube i'm gonna that's what i'm going to be drawn towards that's just how i that's just the way i'm, I'm wired that's the way i'm put together i want people to watch that video and go okay i've had a really really weird idea why not go for it why not so you know start the start that planning process start imagining okay let's start to flesh this out let's let's take it from oh i've been thinking about doing this for a little while maybe i will to okay i'm gonna make a commitment to giving this a go how do I start? What do I do? Who do I need to talk to? Who do I need to collaborate with to make this happen? I just hope it inspires people because it's it's inspired me. Looking at that and going, that's just really, really good. Mm -hmm. Surely there must be something interesting that we can do using that as a benchmark. Shall okay. we Shall we bring this full circle a little bit, Rich? And shall we? Shall uh, we talk just? Talk a little bit about... So we've just... Uh, delved into youtube a little bit there talked about what's changed over the last few years of youtube and what mm -hmm. the likes of matt have done recently to show you can do lots of different things and that in itself is a positive because it will give really interesting content for people to view but it's not the same as it used to be it's you know not the blanket mm -hmm. let's plays etc there's lots of positives there twitch uh we were talking about earlier being a little bit more connected to things like the drafting competitions and the network saves um, and also seeing people drop off it in terms of doing it. They're not uh, potentially streaming as much football manager as they used to in other, you know, in, in certain circumstances, be it the slightly bigger guys that have dropped off or just other people playing other games to be a variety streamer, etc. 
And a little while ago in this podcast, I suggested that it's, you know, it's changed and there are reasons why it's changed. But what do we do now? How do we move forward? And I suggested I might have an idea for you. Would you like to hear my idea? And this I'd is love to hear your off idea. the fly, okay. purely because of the conversation we've just had. So it may resonate, it may hit, it may not. Okay, so here was my thought. Why did we do draft competitions? We did draft competitions because everybody was confined and constrained. And we wanted to connect up with people and do some stuff together during a period of our society that wasn't able to do that in any other way. What is the issue now for things like draft competitions and you know network saves and other bits and pieces as a collaborative effort on things like Twitch? The, the the roadblock now is that everybody's now free to do those things again. They're going out. They're working harder. They're working longer. They're meeting with people. They're, you know, they've got more draws on their time. So what can we tap into? If the thought is that being confined made us do drafting, and we now have a situation where we're not confined anymore, that's going to be what the FM community looks like in the sense of we don't meet online we start to gather away from online as part of our process of a, a yearly content creation journey. So my thought is mm -hmm. the consistence are going to be things like the podcasts. The podcasts out there are still going to give a view of the community, a view of the game, and I think they will always be there because people will always want things to listen to in the car. We, as a podcast, have had two meetups. We did it once for the FMT Live, and we did it once with Callum for last uh, summer with the Slough stuff. If we are going to make a commitment as a podcast that annually we are going to meet up somewhere, probably based around real football, because that's now what we can experience again as a community mm -hmm. that we couldn't, four years ago, then that becomes how we keep community. That becomes how we get in the same place at the same time and still connect with each other. It's not the same way. It may not be as regular, but what you might then see is if you and I are going to commit to doing that once a year, it will probably happen twice a year in the near future because people just want to do it again or whatever. And then another group uh, in you know Scotland to decide, well, we can't get down to Slough, but we're going to do our own version of it because why not? Let's go and meet up there. And all of a sudden, you get this little um, sort of pyramidy thing where at the top of the pyramid is me on my live stream talking to my chat. And then it just pillars out from there and you meet up with pockets of them for different reasons because the difference is we can meet up. And that's mm -hmm. where we're going to be heading, I think. I think online it will become more of an island for each of us to do our thing and draw our own community towards us. Have I thought about doing a United City community meetup somewhere for those specifically in the UK, I guess, or anybody mad enough to fly in from anywhere else? Yeah, I've thought about it. What does that look like? No idea. We have done it for FMT. I think that's where we're heading. I think this community is changing. I think the things that we do collectively are changing because it's harder to get everybody together to do them. 
But I think once in a blue moon, now to say in July, we're going to do X, loads of people start putting those things in their diary. And that becomes what our community looks like. It's not the same, but it's not bad either because we get to meet and go and watch football. And why not? That's kind of where my head is at, I think. It's a good idea. That's better than the last idea. My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, no, I'm not, I love I'm it. not I, done on that no. one yet, you know. <laughs> no. It's not it's not com not not completely uh not not completely cancelling that idea, but you never know. Um no, I think I think it's true. I think that's a very valid point. I think it'd be nice for us as a wider group of people to spend more time around each other in reality. I mean, like I said, we we did it, I say we did Nottingham um in 2022 for the fmt live which was wonderful and of course Obviously the swell. fm show then did a second one of those as well the fm so show did as well yeah continue as a point of meetup. Mm -hmm. this is it um obviously we did uh, we did the meetup in slough last year as well which was wonderful um any excuse to spend a weekend in an airbnb with callum if i'm brutally honest with you that's all i'm interested in um no i i, I think i think you make a series of very valid and articulate points there kev i think that we now have the opportunity to do this on a more regular basis. And I think that's one of the things that sometimes goes by the wayside in people's thought processes is like, okay, well, we want to meet up and do, we want to do something. We want to meet up to do it, but meet up in a lot of people's heads goes meet up online and do something, you know, whereas take advantage of the fact that we can now just go and watch a game of football together. Take advantage of the fact that we can, people can meet up and do things. I know there's a collection of people that met up last year, for example, um, insomnia um which is coming up in the not too distant future which ironic you, you won't believe this you absolutely won't believe this I, I, not only am i going this year but my wife suggested i went she was like oh i tell you what i've just seen an advert for this thing that i think you would really enjoy it's like, oh well, that's very interesting maybe, maybe i would enjoy that maybe that would be a thing so i'll, I'll be there at some point this year um what, what if other people you know, what if in the next four years there's a North American meetup, there's a Scandinavian meetup, there's a Central European meetup, there's a British Isles meetup, and then once in a blue moon, in real let's clutch at straws and do something amazingly big and huge, we do an mm -hmm. FM con. Mm -hmm. You know, there, there are ways yeah. in which this community can move and progress. And all we have to do is look at YouTube to see how that what that looks like. Because five years ago, it was Let's Plays. And that's mm -hmm. what you watched on YouTube. And then Zealand came along with a couple of others and changed the landscape and did educational stuff a little bit. Then experimentations were thrown in there a bit. And now we're doing slightly long form content through things like Omega, Luke and second yellow card and what he's recently done and stuff. Things have changed on YouTube. And if you'd have said that five years ago, everybody, goes, that won't work. People want to watch, uh, people want to watch Let's Plays. Now, the situation is, in five years from now, maybe the four of us on this podcast won't all be doing content creation at that point. Maybe it'll be other people doing it, but they'll come in with fresh and new perspectives. And what they will see is that we aren't doing the drafting, we aren't doing the network saves, we aren't doing the online collabs because people are busy and preoccupied and stuff but we do love football and we can get out and we can go and watch this game together in a little pocket. And then once in a blue moon, we can go, here's a big thing. And maybe we'd even get some of the companies involved to run something. I can't do it. That's not my bag to run that sort of thing or organize that sort of thing. But just as a way of looking forward, somebody out there is going to have this as a thought. Now, I know for a fact that Dr. Benji has had all of these thoughts and 20 million others as well. 
and potentially mm-hmm. has decided not the right time, not the right people, not the right circumstance, whatever. Somebody somewhere is going to do some of this. This community, and it is a community and will always be a community around the idea of playing a football management simulation game, will always have a trajectory somewhere. It's not going to die out. It's not going to go. It's not going to disappear. It's going to be different. And I think the difference is we can get out. So I think we probably should. And I think you and I collectively can play our part in that. And, you know, if the FM show are doing a November Nottingham annual thing and we're doing a, you know, August friendly match slough thing that's an annual and, you know, whatever, maybe Mm -hmm. one or two others will pick a thing as well and then you get community. Well, we we have teased it an awful lot and I think it's time for us to announce that this year we will continue to tease you. We have got no idea what's going on. (laughs) Now, Rich, did you you have the same response to that as he was saying? And I'm going, I don't know what he's going to say. Yeah, that was what I was hoping. (laughs) Callum's about to announce something. What are we announcing? What have I agreed to? Did I agree to anything? I don't know if I did. I mean, I'm... In my heart, I'm probably available, but uh, yeah, yeah. Probably. And, you know, I get all my work. We'll do anything we can for you, Callum. So we'd have probably gone, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I should have announced yeah, something, shouldn't I? Oh, should have just announced it. something. Oh, well. Oh, well. But yeah, Maybe keep, keep an eye out for our teasings because one day it might mm-hmm. not be a tease and there might be something actually happening. But yeah, the, exactly. the, the intention, I think, has to be intentional that we mm-hmm. work with now what we've got. And what we've got is everybody really loves the game. Everybody's basing their game on probably a love for football. And we can get out and do some of that. And just here and there, dotted around, we keep keep people connected. And can I really encourage you, if you are a content creation, uh, if, if you're a content creator that's not in the British Isles, do it for your own, uh, you know, continent country group of countries whatever as well figure out who's around you what does that look like can we do a meetup and all that kind of stuff and if you do let us know how it all goes etc because mm-hmm. there's there's people all the way around the world that play this game this this is all well and good saying this though kev but mm-hmm. as we all know fm's broken anyway it's, been, it's <laughs> this this week this week we've discovered that the match engine is completely broken all you got to do is be good at running and then they're good so what's this the game's dead the game's dead i think we can all agree about pointless last yeah. ever episode of fmt yeah. bye everybody <laughs> absolutely not absolutely not look what's Callum hang, raises on, it. hang on what, wasn't, wasn't there a i i might have got this wrong so I, I've seen mm-hmm. these mm-hmm. tweets around this week that the match mm-hmm. engine is broken and, you know, there's only a certain amount of things that actually impact it or things mm-hmm. don't impact it and all stuff. Didn't somebody come on the podcast and actually tell us that that wasn't the case? But, I mean, there is something in the back of my mind. I feel like, was it, mm. was it? Was it, was it Josh Peach? It might have been Josh Peach. No, Josh no, Peach. no, no, it wasn't Josh it was. Peach. It wasn't Josh Peach. Um, was his name Nick? Nick mm. rings a bell. Nick no. rings a yes. bell. Rings a now, bell. Rings a bell. Facetious as we may have been, <laughs> Nick Madden, who is the lead guy, hear me, people, the lead guy for the match engine of Football Manager, came onto our little lovely podcast and spoke for a couple of hours on all things Match Engine. And if you haven't listened to it in the light of what's been put out this week, 
go and listen to it. It will give you a very different perspective on what actually happens within the match engine. And it is far more complicated and interesting than you give it credit for potentially at this point if you haven't listened to this guy speak. Uh, I understand mm -hmm. that people can do experiments in all sorts of different directions and get all sorts of data that sometimes they want and sometimes they don't want and they can you know, focus on uh, aspects of that to make a point that they want to make. But he is, I can't tell you enough, he's the lead guy on the match engine <laughs> and he knows what he's talking about. And it will give you a fresh perspective if you haven't listened to it. Go and check that episode out. It's really fascinating and will give you a whole different perspective. Mm -hmm. Exactly that. People are more than entitled to their own thoughts and opinions on all subjects because that's part of the beauty of just being a human being. You can think what you like. You can have your own opinions and your own thoughts and more power to you for having them. But just use this as an opportunity to you know, look at something from an alternative perspective. It's first of all, it was just regardless of anything that's happened in terms of you know people talking about um match engines over the last week, anyway. It's just a really good episode that I think we're all just really proud of putting out. So just go back and have a little listen. He's a Nick's a lovely, lovely guy. Um, and he talks really articulately and clearly about the match engine, all aspects of it. And I think it's just worth revisiting, it's just worth having a little listen of, and you know, just just use that you just use it to inform your opinions. It's, it's, a wonderful definite, it's wonderful definitely worth getting so. him back on at some point again to ask him that one question that we forgot to ask him last time. Is there a point to a register? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, very, that's very valid, that, Kev. Yep. It's a very short episode because he just says no. And then, you know. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get so much register hate from yeah. our audience. Oh, I really want to hear from people. I genuinely do. What you know, mm -hmm. It's not a role I've used particularly. It's not a role I particularly connect to. Who uses it? Why do you use it? What does it give your team that no other role in that particular spot does, etc.? Tell mm -hmm. me all about registers. Anyway, yep. shall we there wind this go. one up, Rich? I think we should. Yeah, Regista Ultras rise up. That's the, the the final message of this week's podcast. Um, yes, wind up we shall. Um, before we do, just, just very, very quickly before we do, one last little bit of information we've got on the docket. We were having a conversation last week. We briefly mentioned towards the end of last week's pod. Uh, we have got the FMT Awards coming up. And as I said, mm -hmm. in terms of timescale, uh, this week it's half term. Very exciting time for Callum and I. I'm going to be spending a bit of time shortlisting some uh, some categories for the upcoming FMT Awards. We did mention, we've talked about things, little categories like uh, your favourite newcomer. People that, you know, might not necessarily have the biggest audience at the moment, but you think are doing a wonderful, wonderful job when it comes to content creation. We've been having a little think here at FMT about some of those people. Uh, we would like to announce a new feature for the podcast. Basically, it's the FMT Spotlight. If there is somebody that you can think of, that you know what, this person is great, but they don't get the viewership they deserve. They're not as well known as they should be because their content is so good. Let us know who these people are. It'll be, as I say, it's going to be one of the categories in the FMT Awards, you know, favourite newcomer. But start talking to us about these people. Let us know who they are. Let us know why they stand out to you. Let us know what it is that draws you towards them as streamers, as YouTubers, as bloggers, whatever their platform may be. Let us know why you have invested your time into their content because we would like to talk to them. We'd like to have these conversations. You know, we'd like to get them on the podcast for a little chat. 
let us know who these people are. Let us know who you would like to see having a chat with us. Please don't nominate yourself. If you nominate yourself, we will disregard your application. How <laughs> dare you? How dare you? We'll fire you out, fire you out of the cannon into the sun. Um, we have the capacity. We have the capabilities. So just let, let us know. Let us know who you're really enjoying that may not have the audience they deserve. We want to talk to them on podcast. We absolutely do. Let us know who those people are, please. And thank you. We'd appreciate it. I think that's everything we had on the dance card for today, fellas. I, I reckon we've, so. we've touched all bases. So by default, I reckon that's probably a podcast. Your thoughts? I will, I will default it and say yes, absolutely. Great. Wonderful. Before we go, say goodbye to you for another week. Callum, if people would like to watch you Bill slamming your little socks off, mm-hmm. where can they find you doing that over the course of the next week? Um, they can find me on both Twitch and YouTube on Why Callum. I'm in season four, and can you believe it? I feel like I'm sat here having the same conversation with you again. I've lost the last two playoff finals. I'm still in the Vanarama South. I'm going for a new personal best of eight years in the Vanarama <laughs> South this time round. Um, with the way I'm scheduling it at the moment, I genuinely won't get out of the Vanarama South in FM24 the way it's going. Uh, but but hopefully, hopefully I will. I'm actually, it's irrelevant really, unless you're on Patreon. I'm actually going to um, do my two-year anniversary stream on Monday. Um, <sighs> so it's, it's come around somehow to two whole years of streaming. Um which I'm really, really proud of, to be honest. I'm really, really proud that I've... It takes a lot to be consistent, I think, you know, to to do this thing for a long period of time is uh, is is impressive. So I'm, I'm proud of myself uh, with it. And um, yeah, so I'm celebrating that on Monday. It's a slightly longer one there, but I'll always be... I've actually got a time slot. I'm like Kev now, but rather than having <laughs> five of them, I've only got one. Thursday at 5pm, I stream Thursday 5 till 7, and that is a guarantee every week. Um, I might stream otherwise. I usually chuck a YouTube video out once a week as well, uh, which continues as the save. But I'm really, really enjoying playing FM at the moment. I think FM24 is a great version of the game. Um, so, yeah, if you want to come and join the fun, I'll be over there. Lovely. So you've, how dare you use the, the C word, consistent? <laughs> how dare dare you i know i mean some of us are you know regular as clockwork others namely me not so much Uh, kev if the people would like to watch you rolling in Mm. them their aisles this week yes where can they find you doing so so usually at this point i say monday through friday 3 p.m till 5 p.m and it's similar this week but actually it's Mm -hmm. only monday wednesday friday this week got my father-in-law's funeral on tuesday unfortunately but these things happen and thursday i need to be doing something with my missus so that's out as well so this coming week monday wednesday friday but mostly it's monday through friday three till five p.m uk time and hopefully we'll get a network save in at some point this week as well we haven't confirmed that with what jeb's availability is at this Mm -hmm. moment so i can't tell you exactly when that is but hopefully that'll happen too uh, what Absolutely. about you, Rich? Where can people find you doing all things FM? Uh, twished.tv forward slash richardowens.fm. Cheers, Colton. Uh, no, it's uh, twitch.tv forward slash richowensfm. Uh, I will be online this week sporadically, if I'm completely honest with you, um, even though it is half term, which is a wonderful time uh, for those that work in, in education. Uh, things like my wife's birthday going to Liverpool for a couple of days but the intention is to stream as much as possible um I try and announce it on the socials uh, on the day 
uh, as we do with the FMT with the network save as well. Kev, keep a lookout for Kev's tweets. He always tags everybody in it. On his double stream days, Kev likes to let people know. Uh, we will do our best to let people know as quickly as we can. It'd be lovely to carry on with the network save this week. Uh, I will be carrying on with what's the story in some capacity as well. Um, getting over my heartbreaking bottle of the air divisie on the last day of the season uh, with Ajax, which uh, everybody has been very supportive about and nobody has laughed at me. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm like, everyone's been laughing at me. It's been great. Everywhere I go, every chat I go into, oh, look, it's Rich Owens. He bottled the air divisie. Everywhere I go. It's terrible. He's fine, people. He's I'm fine. fine. I'm absolutely fine. I'm absolutely fine. I've done a little bit of preseason kind of offline. And I can say that all of the decisions that I've made in this preseason are justified and sensible. Lovely. Not in the, not in the slightest. Oh. Not in the slightest. Oh. So come and hang out and find out. It's been great. It's been good. I'm fine. I'm awesome. absolutely fine. Uh, and I hope you're all fine as well. Um, thank you, everybody, for, for hanging out today. Jeb mm-hmm. isn't here. But we miss him. Uh, Twitch.tv forward slash Jebaru. Um, he may be doing some streaming this week. He might not be. Don't know. But we miss him. Um, Callum, Kev, thank you both enormously for spending your Sunday you. morning with me. It's been an absolute bloody pleasure. Thank you, fellas. And also thank you, audience, for watching, listening, however you are consuming this podcast. We appreciate you enormously. Thank you so much. Um, and we will see you uh, next time on another episode of Football Manager Therapy. Take care. Love you lots. Bye-bye.